0: Um, I want to remind you, tonight at 5 is prayer. Um, I, I, it's happening, guys. It, it's happening. Okay? I, I appreciate what Russ said when he stood up and preached. Um, you know, get on board, man. You know, um, I wish I could have been there for that uh, guy. Um, because what I understand, um, <laughs> he got in your face and um i think that's very very important uh, guys this this is such an important time and and some of you're just missing it because you've become lazy in the lord and and it's just you know and don't worry you don't have to pray out loud if that scares you okay you could pray to yourself and um and and we'll get there but we pray for the school and um if you don't know what's happening there, uh, your school has gone from about 30, 40 students to 200 students. We're going to have a camp of nearly 100 kids this summer. Uh, God is just blessing. We're looking at another whole project next year that could be a, over a million-dollar project. It is just powerful what's happening and the staff we have here. And Somebody say amen or something. Amen. Goodness gracious. Man, um, you know, Rock's going to start crying out pretty soon. But, um, but wow, yeah. Um, Jen stole my first uh, illustration um, uh, by telling the story of the little one. But that's okay. Um, she's still going to heaven. But, um, <laughs> but I, 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 I want you to hear this right away. You were not created for sin. You were not created for the weakness and the destruction that sin brings. I'm tired to death of supposed Christians that are good with sin. And, and well, everybody does it, so let's just do it. What did your mama say when you were little? If everybody's jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge, are you still going to jump off the Brooklyn You know, are you crazy? You know. I don't know about your Bible, but both Old Testament and New Testament in my Bible says the wages of sin is death. Why would we argue for sin and death in our lives? Let me say another statement. If your marriage is a mess, if you're broke financially, and you're, you're a mess there, I want you to understand something. It's because of sin. Didn't hear too many amens on that one. Okay. I want you to get this, you know. I want you to understand, it's not because of Donald Trump that you're a mess. Okay, while we're out there, let's put Congress in there and all these other Yahoo knuckleheads, you know. It's not because of that. If your life is a mess, if your marriage is a mess, if your home is a mess, if your finances are a mess, if your mind's a mess, your emotions, quit making excuses and actually deal with the sin that's actually causing this stuff. I know it's hard. I, I know it's hard to believe. But you see, that's where faith actually comes in. If God says he can do it, kids, he can do it. Okay, and, uh, Dr. Hamrick, in your marriage, has everything been perfect? No, no see, you know, now Lisa and I, we're different. We're better than them, you know, it just, you know. But, but in all seriousness, I'm serious, anybody's life has stuff. That's how we're born. But kids, that's not where we need to live. That's not where we need to stay. Kids, we need to quit making excuses and say, well, you know, it was my mother. She spanked me. You know, it was this and that and that happened and this person disappointed me and all this kind of stuff. Enough. If your life is a mess, it's because you're not availing yourself to the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the power of God's Holy Spirit who will show you your sin will reveal your sin amen Amen. and he will set you free set you free folks there are just too many people who are stuck and they're just blaming everybody else. They're blaming this. They're blaming that. It's this. It's that. Kids, it's time for you to take ownership of your life in and po- by the power and grace of Jesus Christ and say, you know what? If I got a mess, it's because of me. I'm not allowing God Almighty to do the great work he wants to do in my life. I'm not allowing Jesus Christ to do the great work that he died and rose again to do in my life. Somebody needs to say Amen. I know this stuff's tough. I know there's theologies out there. And you know what? If you want to go to those churches that tell you that sin and destruction is just inevitable and everybody does it. So let's, yeah, everybody just be cool with it. Let's just tell everybody what they want to hear so they'll feel comfortable. I don't want you to feel comfortable if there is sin and destruction in your life. You, you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I want you to, I don't want you to be comfortable. I don't know where this comfortable therapy garbage came. It, it, the gospel is scandalous. The gospel is powerful. The gospel seems impossible. Amen. The gospel could do things in your life that just, it's ridiculous. Amen. How do you even say that stuff? No, folks, you can be set free. Amen. You do not have to be stuck. You want to write a verse down? Matthew 1 21 says, You shall call his name Jesus or Yeshua. Actually, and I wish I had time to get into the whole uh, Joshua thing, but y'all talk so long, I don't have enough time. But, um, but in all seriousness, you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people in their sin. No. He shall save his people. He came to save his people. From their sin. Amen. Amen? Amen? This is so very, very important. If you want another verse, Romans 6 verse 7 says, listen, I've died to sin so that I might be renewed in the newness of life or empowered by the resurrection in the newness of life. Sounds good, huh? Uh, the next verse says, I, I, I die to sin. I die to my selfishness. I die to the things of this world so that I might be raised in the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Next verse says, I've died. I'm going there so I could be freed from my sin. Amen. Kids, why would we argue for sin, make excuses for sin, when it's destroying our lives? Even always quote personal sin. Let me explain that for just a second. I want to get real theological or anything, but when you're born into this world, you're born into what we call general sin. Okay, it's just who everybody's born into because of Adam and Eve. There'd be a line in heaven to smack them up the head, you know. But but we're we're just born there. Every one of us, you know, sin came into the world through Adam and and but but you know the thing is that's that's where we're born. Lots of times. People are like, what did I do to deserve where I'm at? You, just, you did nothing. But it is where you're at. And you've got a choice to make. You can either sit around and say, oh, poor me. Look at me. Everybody feels sorry for me. Or you could say, I'm diving into the grace and power of Jesus Christ so that I could be set free, so that he could set me free, so that I could be the man or woman he created me to be, and I could do all everything he created me to do. And see, guys, this is a big deal. We've got a world out here that's looking for this. They're not looking for church. Oh, my goodness, that's all we need is another church. You know, that's all we need is another ritual. You know, that's all we need is, is, is more preachers up there flapping their lips, raising money, baby. You know, we don't need that. We need Jesus Christ at the center of every area of our lives. Amen. The only way that's going to happen is for you to hand him, surrender to him, every area of your life. Let me help you with this. It says every area of your life. Different dynamics. This is not Sarks. This is not flesh. I don't have time to explain all that. But this is soma. Soma means every area of your life. Let me tell you the problem. If you give him 11 out of 12, it's not good enough. Because that one you don't give him becomes a cancer. And it metastasizes. And it grows into other areas of your life. Are you with me? You know? Why would you hold this back and say, no God, here's 11. I'm going to hold on to the 12 and I'm going to mess it all up. It's like saying, I'm going to fix three out of four tires on my car. Do you understand what I'm saying? Kids, we need to absolutely give Him especially those areas that we know are all entangled in things they shouldn't be entangled in. Amen? And then He will reach down and do the great work that He wants to do in our lives. Now let's get to the sermon. Folks, Jesus Christ did not create you for sin. He created you in the image of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Our own image, it says. I wish I had time to explain the total balance of that and and how powerful that concept is. But you got to understand, if you don't understand that, you don't really understand what salvation is because salvation and sanctification takes us back there. Are you with me there? I don't know about... see, See, when that's all in Him... And we're restored to his image, or even being restored to his image in every era of our lives. That's where you'll find the peace you're looking for. That's where you'll find the glory you're looking for. That's where you'll find the, 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 the feeling of, man, I, I, I'm, I'm firing on all cylinders. So many people are firing on a few cylinders. I want you to understand today, you can be set free. God can unclog all that junk, and he absolutely can help you to fire on all cylinders. Amen. Okay, you weren't created for sin. You weren't created for destruction. and Jesus Christ came, He lived, He died, suffered and died, and rose again and sent His holy Spirit to set you free. Yes. Are you listening? Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm not saying anything that's not biblical. Amen. I'm not saying, well, that's just Nazarene theology. No, that's Bible. Amen. That's what God's word says. Yes. You know, well, the preacher told me when I was young. Well, I love that preacher, and I'm sure he's a man. I Hopefully he's in heaven. But the bottom line is, God's word says you can be set free. That's why he came. And I want you to get that. I want you to hear that. Okay, let's read some scripture that kind of puts this all together. Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. Oops, (laughs) pressed it one too many times. In the course of time, Cain brought forth some of... Now now here's where you gotta hear, here's where you gotta understand things. Because this is our lives lots of times. Okay? The church has become a place where it's my job to tell you that whatever you give to God, that's okay. I love you enough to tell you, unless you're given your all your total best, it's not okay. Are you listening to me? He's so often we're like, well, I show up on Sunday, so does the devil. But the bottom line is, I'm telling you right now, you need to give him your best. Listen to what it says here. I just did it again. In the course of time, Cain brought forth some of the fruit of the soil as an offering to the Lord. Aren't you so thankful we've never done that? And Abel also brought an offering. The fat portions. Now today in our diet industry and everything, they say that's bad. Well, back then, that was good. (laughs) All Right? Uh the fat portions, from some of the firstborn of his flock. He gave his best, man. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is very important. Some people are like, oh, it's a difference between the grain off... No, no, no. It's the attitude of the heart. You're either going to give God your leftovers, or you're going to give God your first. Amen? Amen. Are you with me? The Lord looked with favor on Abel's uh, on Abel and his offering, because he gave his best. But on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. Let me help you with something. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you give God your left, the leftovers of your life, and you expect his great blessing, you have not read his word. Are you with me? Are you with me? So Cain was very angry. Now think of it. He's angry with God because he didn't give his best. Somebody laugh, please. Alright? And his face was downcast. In other words, he was pouting. Okay? Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? Will you not be blessed? But if you do not Do what is right. Sin is crouching at your door. It desires to master you. But you must master it or rule over it. Kids, let me take you back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 28. Both verses say this: You were created to rule and subdue. You were not created to To be ruled. You were not created to be ruled by the junk of this world. You were not created to be ruled by the stuff of this world. You were not created to be ruled by your mind or your heart that's out of control or your emotions. You were created to rule and subdue. I'll say it again. This is where you say amen. You were created to rule and subdue. Okay. Not to be ruled and subdued by anything. Take one second and think about it. Is there anything in my life ruling and subduing me? And in too many of our lives, there is stuff, isn't there? Now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out into the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother and Abel killed him. Okay. Let me ask you a question this morning. Are you giving God your best? Or are you allowing sin to master you? Because that's the derivation. See, so often we're, well, I believe in God. And my answer to that is, so does the devil. People get mad at me. I I tend to make people mad, you know? It's just a, it's a gift, you know? But it's a gift I don't care. I love you enough to tell you that if there's an area of your life being ruled and mastered by sin and Satan and hell and death, then you need to understand there's a real problem in your life. And Jesus Christ can set you free. Okay? I, 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 I know we're supposed to be nice here at church. We're supposed to tell you what you want to hear. But I'm telling you this morning, you don't have to live there. You don't have to think there. You don't have to feel there. Okay? Jesus Christ can set you free. This is Romans chapter 6. Okay? If you're writing down what this is. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body. Now, let me, let me stop right there and say something parenthetically. Sin... Temptation, the sometimes desires, even though it's not ruling or reigning in my mortal body. Kids, let me help you with that. It's still there. Little by little, I get further and further away. But the bottom line is, often when I'm set free, I'm set free about that much. I'm free. But it's right on your tail. Okay? Folks, you need to look at your life and say, okay, what is it that has been and still is trying to dog my life? What is it that's trying to take me down? What is it that's trying to master me? Okay? And I just feel led to say this. Guys... There's an industry in our country called the pornography um, industry. Now, guys, are you listening to me? Most of us have seen some form of pornography or other. Okay? I know you that have been going to church too long. You're going to sit there and say, oh, not me. Okay, whatever. Okay? You can be saved and you can be set free. But let me tell you the sad news. All those images don't always go away. Are you with me there? Let me take another route. Some of you have been gossips all your life. You say, or some of you, it's hard to believe, but some of you have been negative all your life. It's a pattern, isn't it? You, you know, it, it, its I know this sounds weird, but but when you've been a gossiper negative all your life, it kind of feels good to gossip and be negative. Because that's what you've done all your life, right? Some of you know what I'm talking about. You're never going to say yes or amen, but, but you've been there. I want you to understand something. Just because you've been set free by the power of God's Holy Spirit... Doesn't mean that stuff ain't right on your cha- tail chasing you. The bottom line is you better pay attention or you'll fall right back into that trash. Amen. I wish I could tell you. I grew up with some of the people uh, every Sunday night. And, and uh, please please don't see me as negative toward the church. But, but I'm saved, I'm sanctified, and I'm going to heaven. I want you to understand. Some of the meanest, nastiest people I've ever met in my life were saved, sanctified, and going to heaven. Because somewhere along the line, somebody taught them, well, you go to the altar and have a good cry. You're sanctified. You're perfect. And I'm sitting there going, man, these people are still gossips. They're still negative. They're still ugly. They still hate the preacher. Folks, God will set you free, but that doesn't mean everything's Erased. God you, gives you the power to be free, but that doesn't mean you, ne- you ever get relaxed and say, oh, I never have to worry about that again. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. If you're an alcoholic, where do you not go? You do not go to the bar. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. If you've been a gossip, you've got to change your company. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? If you hang around with gossip, you tend to go right back into that s- negative people. Amen. Amen. Gentlemen, if pornography has ever been a part of your life, you need to put something on your phones and your computers that keeps you from going there. I got it. I know I'm not supposed to say that, especially when the assistant TS is here, but the bottom line is I don't want to go there. I don't even want, I don't want to, I don't even want the ability to go there. Amen? Amen. You know, You say, well, why are you saying that? Because I want you to understand, just because you're set free. Look at what this says. Do not let sin reign in your mortal body. It does not mean it all goes away. Okay, but it does not have to reign in your mortal body. And there's many types of sin. There's many, many types of sin. Some people are bitter and angry. And they got all the reasons. Well, you don't understand what my ex did. Well, here's the sad part. Because you've allowed this to come in and reign in your life. Now it is absolutely controlling your life. And now you've got this excuse. And if you hang with the wrong people. They're going to tell you. Well God understands. Well he does understand. But he also sent his son. To die and rise again. To set you free from that anger and bitterness. And lack of forgiveness. Amen. Amen? I, I understand. I get it. I, it's tough stuff. And I know it's, it's something that I shouldn't be talking about. But the bottom line is guys. Why allow this junk to reign in your mortal body? Amen? I better move on before people are getting uncomfortable. So that you will obey its desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness. Do not offer any part... This is your cue. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness. But rather, offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself, every part of yourself, every part of yourself to Him as an instrument of righteousness or His will. Amen. Amen? Amen? Every part. Very important. Very important. For sin shall no longer be your master. For sin shall no longer be your master. Because you are not under the law. In other words, you're not doing it on your your own. You're not making this happen in your own abilities. Okay? Kids, if you're trying to make it happen in your own strength and wisdom and abilities, you're in deep trouble. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? By no means. I don't have time to explain all that. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey? You're a slave to whatever or whoever you're saying yes to. Are you with me? Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God. But thanks be to God. Though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sins, sin, and have become slaves to God in righteousness. Amen. Amen. This isn't just for those people who are perfect in the church. Not sure who they are, but Satan tries to tell people, that's just for those super perfect people. And I, one of these days, I'm going to figure out who they are. Okay? I want you to hear this. Jesus died and rose again and sent his Holy Spirit for you personally. Amen. Amen. He chose you, Ephesians 1, 4. He chose you. You. Put your name in there. He chose you. Before he even created the world. I don't know how he pulls this off. Okay. He chose you personally. To be in him. In his righteousness. In his kingdom. In his family. In his power. In his glory. Before he even created the world. Amen. Now, right then, somebody should have a hallelujah fit. And run around. When I was young, they'd run around, waving their hankies. I have no idea what that meant, but they used to run, woo, and I'd be like, okay. You know, it's pretty cool. You know, I remember down at camp meeting, people, oh! you know, okay, I'm good with that. It's better than this but kids are you listening this morning we're going to take communion and I have to stop because this is basically a white church African Americans are going preach preach whites are like stop stop got to get to the restaurant before the baptist I used to say horses, but that closed. (laughs) God Almighty, because He loves you, sent His one and only Son, because He loves you, To be conceived, I wish I had time for all this. To be born the most lowly. He can relate to wherever you are. To live a life with all the craziness and chaos you live with. Man, he suffered to bring healing to your life. Are you listening to me? You know, he died a perfect death. Man, when he said on the cross, it is finished, he meant it is complete. Everything that needed to be done for your salvation and your eternal life is done, baby done are you with me is anybody else excited notify your face okay and then on the third day he rose again and he didn't rise again in some kind of spiritual abstract he rose again in the flesh are you listening to me Morning, kids. We love to have them come and have communion. Hurry up, man! In the flesh. not in some ethereal expression but in the flesh he suffered and died in your place for your salvation your healing for you to be set free amen amen Dr. Hambrick's big on organization I've never seen an organization I ever understand. (laughs) And he shed a blood. Are you with me? That will cover every one of your sins. And I don't know how he pulled this one off. But it says the blood of Jesus Christ. Raised Jesus Christ from the dead. I want you to hear this, no matter where you are, no matter what's happening in your life, no matter how bad things seem, Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. He's sitting in heaven this moment, cheering you on. Amen? He's your advocate. He's your cheerleader. He's your hallelujah. He wants you to make a decision this morning as we're taking this communion. I want to be set free. I don't want anything in my life that looks or smells or walks or talks like sin. I want that by the power of God's grace out of My life. Are you with me? I want God. To do something so miraculous. In every area of my life. That I walk out of here. A total and absolute. New person. Obedient. therefore a slave. To God Almighty. Because that's who. I was created to be in the first place. Amen? We'll do this like we always do. Come down to the center aisle. Take the cup. Take the wafer. Cookie. Whatever it is. Go back. Please don't partake. We'll partake together. Okay? Everybody that's here who has asked God into their life is welcome to take communion this morning. And then my prayer is as we take this, God will do something so significant and so eternal and so powerful that we will never be the same again. Amen? Let's stand. The ladies are going to play some music. And you're welcome to come receive the elements this morning.